Hello, friends, and welcome to the one-year anniversary show. Today, we are turning the tables, and my friend Madison Anaya is going to be interviewing me, and we're going to be talking about a lot of new things that are coming up, and I just thought it would be fun to turn the tables so that you get to hear a little bit more about me and what's been going on behind the scenes. Hi there, I'm Jenna Kutcher. I'm the host of the Gold Digger Podcast, and I'm so excited that you're hearing me right now because that means that I get to introduce you to my friend, Michelle Hagen. Michelle is a mama on a mission dedicated to inspire other women to chase their dreams and their passions no matter what season of life they're in. And I've gotten the privilege to mentor and coach Michelle. She was one of my top 10 students in my community of over a thousand women, and she helped lead and inspire other mamas just like you. And now you, my friend, you get a front row seat. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be inspired. Welcome to the Living Your Calling podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Hagen, and my mission is to help you step into whatever you're truly called to do. I'm a Midwest wife and mom, and I built my business and dreams between the moments of motherhood. I believe that you can create your dreams around whatever season of life you're in. I'm obsessed with creating connections, out-of-the-box ideas, and cheering people on in whatever goal they're chasing. This is a place where you can come to feel like you're joining your best friends for coffee, for real talk of what's happening in life and business. Whether you're working on personal development or business, friend, I got you. Each week, you will find an episode that educates, inspires, and helps you take action to step into your calling and live your best life. You're listening to the Living Your Calling podcast, inspiring you to be and create exactly what you were made for. Are you ready? Here we go. So Madison, I give you the torch and turn over the podcast to you. I just want to preface this by saying that Michelle did give me full creative freedom within this. So I'm very, very excited. So welcome to your own podcast, Michelle. I am so excited to be here. For those of you who may not know me, my name is Madison Anaya. I'm the CEO of The Fearless Chase, which is an online business education membership and community for modern women and business to build the life and business of their dreams. But we are not here for me. We are here for your fearless leader, Michelle Hagen, who happens to be one of my best friends. And um, I am just so excited to get to, like you mentioned, flip the tables and um, kind of just like get to interview you, let your audience get to know you more. So we've got an amazing show prepared for you with a big announcement. So without further ado, let's dig in. Michelle, welcome to your very own podcast. We are so happy to have you here. Well, thank you so much for interviewing me. You guys, I do have to say that Madison is like the second person behind this podcast, if I should say. <laughs> because, I mean, I feel like Madison's like, Michelle, you're jumping the script. But before I wanted to start this podcast, I this was like on my heart for such a long time. And you were like, nope, you're not ready yet. Nope, not yet. You need to wait because you knew me and knew that if I hadn't built a community and launched this thing, that I would have been disappointed. So I appreciate your friendship and your guidance and everything that goes behind the podcast and this last year. Oh, you're so sweet. I I love you. And I understand your Enneagram three heart. And uh, that is why we're here. So we are here. We're celebrating the one year anniversary, the one year birthday of the one and only amazing podcast that you're listening to. So you launched this baby into the world over 
Well, I guess it is a year ago at this point. I would say over a year. Um, but first of all, just congratulations. This is amazing. Um, how do you feel about having a full year under your belt already? It feels like it's been longer. And I feel like it's been shorter. Which really? Is interesting. Yes. I feel like this year has gone by so quickly. But at the same time, when I look back at how much content we created in this first year, it's also mind-blowing to me because we came out of the gate with so much content when we started this podcast and we were doing two episodes a week for a while. So to be at episode 65 at a year in, I feel really proud about. You should. This is definitely something to be proud about. And that's why I think it feels like longer to me than a year because you were doing so much content in the beginning. And I was like, look at you go, girl. I could not, will not, don't know how you do it, especially with two amazing children who have a lot of energy and take up a lot of your time. Like, I don't know how you do it. So we're going to dig in a little bit about how we actually made this possible. I say we, because I'm a part of this cheer team, apparently, but how you made this possible. So I know um, some things have changed and we've got an exciting announcement and we're going to talk all about it in just a little bit, but let's take it back to the beginning. What made you want to start a podcast in the first place? You know, I always kind of had this calling or I always knew that God had said to me, you're going to speak to people. And I had tried different things and they didn't work. And I was like, all right, well, God, this is literally speaking to people. So I'm not quite sure if this is the avenue, but it's something that I feel really called to do and it excites me. And it felt like, and it has felt like something that comes pretty easy to me. So that's why I started the podcast. And I know I have said it in past shows, but the podcast was also like my quarantine hobby. I came home, I was traveling for work um, last March and April. And I came home and I'm like, well, we're home now. My business legit crashed. My coaching business just like crashed and burned. And I thought to myself, I'm like, well, we're home. Jake's home. What can I do that I can, like, what can I build in this time? And the podcast, I was like, this is so easy because I could record and Jake's here and I don't have to worry about the kids. And so that's how the podcast was born and started. And it was literally just started because I wanted to build community and I wanted to put content out there that I felt like women were needing in that time. And even in those first few months with so much happening in 2020, I was really intentional with the episodes and being like, okay, I think women need this right now. And I went and found it and I would turn the episode around within that week because I felt so much conviction to create episodes that were serving people right then and there. And that is what this podcast has still continued to be. And you are so dang good at that. Like you are amazing at quickly turning around or if it's something that you know people need to hear right now, you will completely switch up the entire order that you had planned, which I think that is something that should really be mentioned because that, you know, goes against the grain of, of an Enneagram three. I think, I think as an Enneagram three, it's like, let's just do, um, like sometimes taking a shortcut or, or whatever, just to make it right. Like just to get it out there, just to achieve the thing, right? Like, Oh, I got the episode done, but for you to take a step back and say like, this is what's actually serving my audience right now. That's huge. Yeah. And, and, you know, and I still do that a lot of times people, when I interview, because 
I have gotten better at batch recording. Even though I batch record, I never ever tell anyone when their episode is going to go live. I say it's about this time and I'll let you know like a week or two before because I want to hold space for our community and I want to make sure that whatever is coming out is super relevant to the community right now. And I just really think about and plan that content because I think it's important that even though we can batch and like right now episodes are recorded until July, but I'm still very cognizant of if something happens between now and July, I will go find, you know, I'll use my connections. I'll go find whatever I need to make sure that people are hearing and that we're touching people's hearts in the way that I think that they need it right now. So good. All right. Let's, Let's keep it real here because I know that that's something that you do so well. You're so great at being authentic and showing just all sides of the spectrum. Um, What have been some of the hardest aspects of starting and running and continuing this podcast? What challenges have you faced? You know, my biggest challenge coming out of the gate was writing the blogs and coming up with titles and creating show notes because that's not my gift. My gift is not writing and even like hearing the episodes back and trying to create a summary. It's just really hard for me. For me. Um, so I had a friend that was helping me at the beginning and now I've hired that piece out because I know that that's not my gift, but I was trying to make it my gift for a long time. And I honestly, about halfway through this last year, I got burnt out of the podcast because I was trying to force myself to do the pieces of the podcast that are not my gift, that I'm not good at. And so I got burnt out and it almost felt like, and I can hear it in the episodes, but people have told me like they couldn't hear it, but I could hear it where I was just creating content because my Enneagram three was like, no, we have to have an episode. We have to have an episode coming out. Um, And then for a little bit, I gave myself the grace to be like, I just have to take a break. And there is a couple of months there where there really wasn't an episode or there was one here and there. But I think it's important for people to know that Instead of trying to push past the things or or when you're to the point of, I don't like this anymore and I'm getting burnt out of it, that there's no police around our podcast and our business that are going to say like, well, you have to keep going. I don't really care. And I think that it was really important that I took a breath and a step back and it was encouraged by you and by other friends to say like, nobody is saying that you have to keep putting these episodes out just take a breather. And then when you're ready, dive back in. And I think that there was so much grace around that because I was just trying to push towards an episode number. And I was going to just put content out there that wasn't my best content. And so I just think it's really important for people to know that too. I think that's something that's really relatable for pretty much everyone in business, because in the world that we're in right now, almost all of I would say the majority of business comes from content that we create. It's how we connect with our audience and our community. It's how we build no like, and trust factor. And so we can get into that hamster wheel sometimes of creating just for creating sake instead of actually creating something that's really a value. Um, and so I just love your transparency with that. And I also want to just 
hit back on what you mentioned about you were trying to force yourself to do something that's just not in your gifting. Like there is a time and place where that is required of us in the very beginning and you have to get scrappy and you just have to try your best. But then you get to that stage where you realize like, if I keep going at this, which is what you mentioned, if I keep going at this, I'm going to hit burnout, which is where you were starting to feel it. And I love that you decided to, instead of just hitting burnout and saying, I don't want to do this anymore ever again, you took a step back and said, this is still important to me, but I can't keep going at it this way. What do we need to do? And at that point, it was bringing in someone who that was their gifting. Um, So I think that's pretty incredible. I think that that's a testament to just business journey and something that I think a lot of people need to hear, especially in that beginning stage of starting a business. Or if you're, you know, like a lot of the listeners of this show, you've started a business, you built it, and now it's not really what you thought it would be or what you really wanted it to be. And you're like, why isn't this working? That may be a sign or a clue for you. So, okay, let's spill the tea. Okay. This is like one of my favorite kinds of questions because I am obsessed with like magazines. I loved reading like 17 magazine growing up in Vogue and just like hearing all of the like celebrity stories and things like that. Who have been some of your top favorite interviews? That is such a hard question because I feel like every episode has so much amazing content in it, but I do have to say, This year, I got two of my biggest bucket list guests on the show. Um, Mandy Ariotto, who is the CEO of Mops, was on episode 45. And Becky Thompson, who is an author, was episode 35. And those two are kind of like how we always say, like, find the mentor who doesn't know they're mentoring you because you read all their books and you participate in all their stuff. Those two were were those people for me. And so those were like my big, like, I'm going to send them, they're probably going to say no, but you know what, I'm just going to ask them anyway. And they both said yes. And that was so amazing. But I also have to say one of my favorite episodes was the first guest episode was my friend Bridget come and we have been friends since we were in first grade, we went to high school together, we're friends in college. And so and we both became entrepreneurs. So it was such a special episode to have one of my good friends as the first guest that was episode three. And she's a multi-passionate entrepreneur. And we joke that she's a boutique chicken farmer because she has a chicken farm and a boutique and all these other businesses that she runs. And I don't know how she does it. And that was such a fun episode. But, you know, there was another episode with Britt Piper that was episode 36. And we talked a lot about mental health in motherhood. And that was just a special episode for me because that's something that is really close to my heart and is really important to me. And it's a hard road that I have walked and that if I can help prevent or make another mom's road easier to walk or to show them like there's light at the end of the tunnel for that that's just really important to me. And so that was a really great episode with Britt because Britt also helped me walk that road. So there's so many special episodes and I feel like I could go on and on and be like, and so-and-so and my friend. And I loved this episode, but those were some episodes that I felt like were really special to me. Mm. I'm going to ask the question that I feel like everyone is wondering and we're going off script here. So just, just go with me here. Have there been any episodes, and we're not going to name any names because we're not mean girls, but have there been any episodes where it maybe did not pan out like you thought it would? Or it was like, oh, wow, this was much more of a challenging interview than I thought it would be kind of moment. 
Yeah, I mean, there's been a few of them. And I think you can hear in my interview style, as the year has gone on, if you listen back, the confidence in my interviewing got better than it was, you know, at the very beginning. And, and I think like there's some episodes and learning how to feel out guests and, and learning, okay, I have to give them these certain type of leading questions for them to reply with an answer that we can dive deeper on. Um, because sometimes when people aren't used to being interviewed, they give shorter answers. And mm-hmm. so you have to then figure out, okay, how can I pull something else out that's going to make this feel like a back and forth coffee talk conversation? Because that's really important to me in the episodes is that people feel like they're literally just listening in on my coffee with them or the two friends chatting about whatever topic it is. And I think you can hear that in the episodes, especially these episodes that are coming out um, after this. It just very much sounds like you're literally getting to hear two friends chat. And that's what I really wanted this episode to be because I feel like that helps listeners feel like they're more in community. um, And that they're in this with us that I'm asking the questions that they're wondering. So know as a listener that you're literally in my mind this whole time, even when it's really big guests that I'm really excited about interviewing in my head. I'm like, what does the listener want to hear? And what questions are they thinking about so that I can ask the guests and they get to hear their questions answered too? I think that's something that really comes with time as a podcast host, because I also went through that. I've had my show for almost three years now. And I can remember those awkward moments when you're interviewing someone, like you mentioned, who hasn't really been used to it. And so you think you're asking like a really good deep question that's going to like open up amazing conversation. Like, hey, so was this a really big moment for you in your career? And they go, yep, big moment. And you're like, (laughs) all righty. And then... And then the show ends up being like 10 minutes long and you're like, okay, well, we breeze through those. Let me, let me flip through my Rolodex really quick. See if there's any other questions I have for you. Um, There was a couple episodes like that, that I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to stretch this out? All right. Let me think, let me think, let me think real fast. And, but that's, you know, I think like you said, something that because I created so many episodes so quickly, I got past that quote unquote, new podcaster interview very quickly. And how I think batch recording was really helpful to me because I was doing it over and over and over. Just like we say, like when you're doing sales or if you're speaking or whatever you're doing, it's repetition, repetition, repetition. And the more you do it, the more it just becomes easier. Like I feel like now I could interview anybody, like give me Oprah. And I like would be totally fine because it's just us having a conversation. It's not something that's scary to me anymore. Yeah. If you'd like, I can, um, I have her personal cell, so I can just Great. shoot her a text really quick. Um, while we're actually doing this interview, get her, get her lined up for you. Speaking of Oprah and, and big names, who are some of the next people on your bucket list that you want to have on the show? That is such a great question because I feel like as we have pivoted in this podcast and we rebranded and renamed, it has opened the bucket list up so much. 
I mean, obviously, I would love Bob, Bob Goff, you and I's oh. pretend grandpa. He's grandpa, grandpa Goff. Grandpa Goff. Yes. I might just start calling his his cell phone number that he puts in his books repeatedly every day because, you know, if he sees my number enough, he might pick up. Um, so Bob Goff is for sure one, you know, of course, like the Jen Hatmakers and Allie Worthington's and and those people that are bigger in the Christian world. But as I was thinking about this question, I also am really committed, I think, this next year to opening up past the business world. Like, I would love to get some athletes on here, um, you know, people that maybe are not like deep in the business world, because I think that we forget that other industries are also building their businesses. Mm -hmm. Athletes build businesses, um, you know, musicians. I would love to get some musicians on the show. Um, You're going to hear male voices coming up on the show. So it's like hard for me to name names because I'm just literally keeping it open of who I'm wanting. I really kind of want Justin, the OG American Idol. So if you're listening, Justin, I'm going to pitch you to be on the show. But I really want him to be on the show because he has an interesting career of going from American Idol to Broadway to now he's a coach. You know, there's so many people I think that can share value with us that I'm really committed this next year to just breaking outside of the business circle and bringing quality content that I think that people want to hear and is really going to serve the community. Well, I'm really, really looking forward to it. Also, I just need to mention that this has been so much fun um, just to feel an ounce of what it's like to be a podcast host that just has a full team to do everything. Like I just get to come in and just be the talent today. Like that's all I have to do, you know, and I just love that. So because I don't think people realize how much really goes into putting a podcast together. So many people have told both you and I, like, maybe I should start a podcast because they listen to so many podcasts. They think all it is is jumping on and talking with someone fun and having a good conversation. When that, I would say, is like 2% of what goes into um, running a podcast. So let's just give people, give the audience, give the people what they want, a peek behind the curtain as to what really goes into bringing this show to life every single week. So walk us through like from A to Z, how this show comes together. Yeah, you're so right that the talking to people is really a, the small portion of it. And some of it is thinking about, okay, who have I had on the show? What topics have I already had on the show? What topics have I not had? What can I create that's a new spin for people? And then it's going and looking for those people. So for me, like Clubhouse, when I first got on there, that was like my opening gates to being like, I would like you and I would like you and I would like you. And then it's creating conversation and telling these people why you want them on their show, but you also have people pitching you. So it's filtering through some of those pitches and figuring out which of these people are really here to serve our community and not just pitch themselves. Mm. Um, You know, so you have all of those pieces and it's, and then it's lining it up and figuring out what date works for both of us um, and preparing for the show. I don't do it. I'm, I'm not an interviewer that creates a whole script. So I just kind of go off of the fly, but I I have to still think about what are some of my tee up questions going to be and how can I best lead my guests into the show? Um, you know, and then there's the piece of, I used to 
with the help of a friend, you know, you have to create the blog and you have to create the images and you have to create the show notes and you upload it into your platform and make sure that it's uploaded. And then the day of the show, you're posting on Instagram stories and getting it onto Instagram and trying to push it to Pinterest when I can, because I'm awful at that. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just not good, you know, but and then it's trying to figure out, okay, now that this show is running, how are we going to figure out to like make money with this show? Is it going to be filtering back to my coaching or filtering back to some type of events? Or are we trying to do affiliate links in here? Are we trying to find sponsors? But it's also building the show and finding new and creative ways to get people that are new to listen to the show because really a podcast sustains by listeners listening to the show and downloading the show because it helps with numbers so that eventually maybe we get sponsors or if we have affiliate links. You know, I think that that's one thing that people think that, oh, well, I'm going to be a podcaster and make all this money. And that's not necessarily the case. Really, when you want to, if you are thinking about starting a podcast, I think that podcasters have to come with a, a heart of service because podcasting is a long game. I mean, I'm hoping eventually someday this podcast will pay off and I'll be able, you know, it'll pay itself for the editor. But at the same time, it's really coming from a place of service and really wanting to serve your community and making sure that you're putting out content that they want to listen to. And so, you know, and and it's just also knowing that podcasting is like a business. There's a, just like you have service providers that are coaches, just like you have businesses that have products, podcasting is its own business, its own beast. There's the marketing and all the things that have to go with it. But there's also something about podcasting and podcasters, I think that are active and creating content constantly are really doing it because that's what we're really truly passionate about. And we're passionate about serving and sharing people's stories. So, and I'm constantly thinking about it all the time, you know, of who am I interacting with and who, what, what story do they have? I want to hear people's stories and thinking about, will that impact my audience too? I think I speak on behalf of your entire audience of just saying thank you for putting so much work into this because it is a labor of love. It is a lot of work. I mean, we just heard all of the millions of things that go into it every for one episode. And so just thank you for putting all of that work into it and without always getting a return or a thank you. So um, I, I love your show. I think it's amazing. I think everyone in the audience agrees with that. That's kind of a, a unanimous vote on that one. But Okay, let's get to the juicy stuff. Let's not leave the people hanging anymore. Um, I'm going to ask that burning question, which is, what is your big announcement? Let's just drop it right here. Mic drop. So we have two, and it's so funny. I told Mass, and I was like, um, I think we're going to say something else in this episode too, FYI. But, you know, the big thing is is how we rebranded the podcast. And, you know, before we were all about serving moms in the busy years, deep in the little years of motherhood, building businesses. And that is still really important to me. And it's really still on my heart. But what I noticed about the podcast was that a lot of the episodes were just kind of becoming mom episodes. And that was okay. 
But I just really felt a calling that God was like, this isn't serving in the way that I asked. And I just have a passion of people following their callings. And when you're being nudged to do something that you you keep doing that and that you follow through with that. Because what I've noticed is when we push against things that we're not called to do and we think, well, I'm just going to try this because I think that's going to make me some money or that's just what I want to do. But we know that that's not the w- road we're supposed to be taking. And so I want this podcast to be a place of personal development and still business education. But I want to highlight the stories of why the guests are doing what they're doing. Why were they called to do this? I mean, we could have all done so many different things in our lives or our paths have twisted and turned. I mean, heck, at one point in my life, I was a professional actor. I got paid to be on stage. I also was an insurance professional and sold people life insurance. You know, so there's just so many different roads. And so I want to highlight those stories so that people can hear from our guests what it was like to get to where they're at and what pitfalls did they have and what else did they think they were going to be in life? I mean, listen, in kindergarten, no joke on career day, I went as a movie star. (laughs) Boa. That does not surprise me one bit. Boa and all the sparkle shoes because I wanted to be a movie star. And so I just think it would be fun to get a dive in and kind of hear some of those stories that we don't always get to hear. But I also want it to be a place that is inspiring people to say, if this person had all of these things, like I didn't know that that's what happened to them before they started their business. That's the stories I want to tell and I want people to hear in hopes of inspiring them to say, you can be at your last dollar and still create a million dollar business like Chip and Joanna Gaines. And if you're listening, Joanna, I'd like you on the show. (laughs) You know, like their story comes from, they came from nothing and they were on their last dime and now they have built this massive thing. And so I want to inspire people to continue to do that. And that's why I'm opening the podcast up from more than just moms because I felt like, I was excluding so many amazing people in my life that they're not yet moms or there was so many men who I'm like, dang, he's like the best that I know in this industry or this specific thing. And so I want to be able to have them on the show and to share and to open it up so that we can get richer and better content for the listeners. So That's kind of the first piece that I am so excited about and I kind of talked about as I want to get athletes and chefs and whatever, you know, I just want it to be such rich content and I want people to know what they're coming to the podcast for every week and to know that they're coming for inspiration and I want people each week to walk away like, all right, here I go. Like that was the kick in the pants I needed and I'm off to change the world this week. So That's the first announcement. The second is I am so excited that this next year, we are now as a community going to have Living Your Calling retreats. So there's going to be, right now in my head, I have two that I'm really thinking about. And I want to have them in places where women can come 
right now it's going to just be women until I can figure out how to make it for men and women. But right now I want it to be a place where women can come and they can feel like they're disconnecting from their everyday routine to really digging in deep to themselves and that they walk away being reconnected to themselves and reconnected to their calling and connected in community because especially after 2020, I feel like that's what we're all missing is craving like in-person community connection. And so I really want to be intentional this next year about creating that space. It might even be like if you are local to Omaha, things that I might start start being like, hey, I'm going to be at this place on this date. So come meet me for wine and we can hang out for an hour and chat. And here's going to be our table topic or something like that. Those are like the big dreams on my heart. But I really want to build a place where women can come and join in community this next year. So good. Okay. If someone's listening and they're like, heck yes, sign me up. Where can they get more information on all of all things retreats? Yeah. Since we're not announcing dates and places yet, um, go to the show notes of this episode and there's going to be a wait list link. So you can join that wait list and you'll be the first to know of the dates and where we're going And I'm just so excited about, I have like so many things happening in my head of like, I want to take people to the beach and then I want to take them to Nashville and we're going to do music. And then I want to go take them to a place in the Midwest in Utah and all these things that I am so excited about just traveling around because I know that there are women in this community all over the country and I'm so excited to bring us together. It sounds like an amazing, amazing time. Sign me up. Oh man, I can't believe we are finally making our way to our final question, which I believe is the question that you ask everyone at the end of every episode. So I am honored to get to ask you if you could go back to any time of your life and give yourself a piece of advice, what would it be? I think I would go back to college because I felt so much pressure in college and I actually found a notebook back from, I don't know, some probably junior, senior year of college, you know, I feel like in that time, you have so much pressure in your mid to mid 20s to create something. And you think that if I don't do things by the time I'm 30, well, I'm just a failure at life. Um, You know, and I, I was looking back through a notebook, and I kept saying, I, I just want to be successful. I don't want to let people down. I had so much, you know, I just feel like I put so much pressure on myself. And I feel like we put a lot of pressure on on people in their mid-20s to be like, well, you're almost out of college. You got to figure out your life. What are you going to be when you grow up? Because here we go. When really, I wish that I could go back and be like, listen, your life is going to ever be evolving. Your dreams are ever evolving what you're calling for your life is, is ever evolving. And for some people they know, and they stick to that and it's okay. But I, I think I wish that I could go back and tell myself, listen, this is going to be a winding road, but nothing that you are doing is a failure. Even though you might feel like some of these things coming up is a failure because 
it didn't turn out the way that you thought it would, or it wasn't as successful as you thought it was going to be. There is so much that you are learning on this winding road. And I still feel like I'm on the winding road. I don't think I've landed to, to the place where I'm, I'm quote unquote meant to be yet. I just wish that I could tell my college self, like, just breathe and be 20 and 21 and 22, 23, you know, before you have kids, like just enjoy life a little bit more and don't stress about feeling like you have to climb the corporate ladder and do all these things because the dreams that I thought that I wanted in my mid 20s is not even the dreams that I necessarily want today. And I think that it's important to give ourselves grace. And I would just wish that women would know that it's okay to change your dreams and to let your passions change with your seasons of life. And if you need to let something go for a little bit of time so that you can be a present mom or survive postpartum or whatever it is, those things will be waiting for you when you're ready to pick them back up. So good, Michelle. Thank you so, so much for joining me on your own show, for letting me take over and be a guest host on this incredible, incredible podcast. Congratulations. Happy birthday. Happy anniversary to the Living Your Calling podcast. Thank you so much for being my interviewer and for all of your support this last year and helping me launch this baby out into the world and for being the sounding board for me when times were hard and that um, you have just helped me so much. So I'm thankful for you and helping me create this community. So thank you so much for joining me today. And I'm so excited Happy birthday to the podcast and thank you for being in community with me. We are so excited to be introducing to you the Living Your Calling Retreats. These retreats are going to be for women to reconnect to themselves and to join in community with like-minded women. We are going to take you from places from the Midwest to the beach to the mountains. And this is going to be a time for you to disconnect and have time away and to focus on yourself and to take a break from whatever it is you need. These retreats are going to be like nothing you have experienced before, and we are creating them with you in mind. If you would love to know more about the Living Your Calling retreats, you can head to the link in the show notes to join the waitlist that you can be the first to know when we are going to be connecting together. We are so excited to create this for our community, and we cannot wait to meet you and to join a community at the Living Your Calling retreat. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Living Your Calling podcast. If you love this episode, will you share it with a friend or leave a review? Make sure that you subscribe or follow so that you don't miss a single episode. I love hearing from listeners and connecting. You can find us over on Instagram at the Living Your Calling podcast or at Michelle Ann Hagen. Join us inside of our private Facebook community called the Living Your Calling Podcast Community. It's free, so why don't you join us inside? You can join by clicking the link in our Instagram bios or checking out the show notes. Join us and we will dive in deeper and I can't wait to connect with you. 
If you needed someone to remind you that you are worthy of your dreams, friend, this is it. I promise that you are worthy of whatever is on your heart and whatever calling you are wanting to chase. I am proud of you and I'm here for you. You're listening to the Living Your Calling podcast, inspiring you to be and create exactly what you were made for.